Jennifer Hall, a one-time respiratory therapist, stands accused of murdering at least one of her former patients at the Hedrick Medical Center in Missouri. An arrest warrant has been issued, and according to probable cause documents in the case, in the six months that Jennifer worked at the medical center, 18 cold blues were called in comparison to one or so every six months before and after her employment. The arrest warrant is specific to Fern Franco, an elderly pneumonia patient who died under Jennifer Hall's care. everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty darn good. You know, it's Tuesday. Good. It is Tuesday. This is our Tuesday episode and then we'll be back tonight at 7 p.m. for the cold read party. Yes, we will. So that's 7 p.m. Mountain. So if you've subscribed uh, to us on YouTube or not subscribe, what is it? We have a membership. Join, join the membership. Join the membership. It's five bucks a month. You can come to the cold read party, bring us a case, and we will read it on air for you. So it's a fun party. It is. Yeah. I really look forward to it because we've we've learned all kinds. Sometimes we pick a case from there and actually do a whole episode on it because mm-hmm. we learned a case we didn't know. Well, there's lots of them. I mean, it would be impossible. Millions, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. So if you have not ever come to the Cold Read Party, or if you are subscribed and keep forgetting to come, come. <laughs> yeah, it is tonight. Do not miss it. It's always the third Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. Mountain. Mm-hmm. Going to be great. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, Christy, I think that you are going to kick us off with some uh, Oh Idaho news. Oh, Idaho, or as I like to say, Ammon Bundy is a jackass. If you don't know who Ammon Bundy is, I'm about to tell you. So Ammon Bundy is a an extreme right-wing activist with quotes, more like pain in the ass in the state of Idaho. He is <laughs> of the Bundy activist. clan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, an activist. Uh, he is part of the Bundy clan in Nevada that had that big standoff with the feds over their grazing. He is part of the family, the Ammon Bundy or the Bundy family that, uh, took over that, um, I don't know, those like buildings, those government owned buildings in Oregon a few years ago. So now he's settled in Idaho because, well, of course he has. Well, let me tell you, he's getting sued by an Idaho hospital, St. Luke's in Boise. In March, the dumbest situation went down in which the hospital involved child protection um, in a young child's life because they had concerns for this child, which of course is their job. And all of that information is very confidential and private. But Mm -hmm. what Ammon Bundy and his jackass friends did is they 
kept protesting in front of the hospital to the point that the hospital had to go on lockdown. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did it several days in a row. He was calling people to action to come there and, you know, whatever. There's always some, there's always some government overreach or some ridiculous thing. And he Mm -hmm. got all of this stuff, all of these people involved over something that was no one's business at all. Mm -hmm. And now St. Luke's is suing his ass and I am grateful for it because he has already done a very small amount of jail time for trespassing at the Idaho Capitol twice. Yeah. He shut down a football game at um, an Idaho uh, high school for refusing to wear a mask during the pandemic. Um, And he and his cronies have uh, protested in front of public officials' houses, threatened them, done all kinds of really scary, really stupid shit. And, you know, he gets like 10 days in jail here, 10 days in jail there, which I think is a bunch of crap. And now St. Luke's is going to sue him for a Mm -hmm. whole lot of money because he put the patients of that hospital at risk and disturbed them and were was blocking entrances and exits to the hospital and causing all kinds of trouble so i mean there was a period of time that they had to re uh, route ambulances to a different hospital yes because because they couldn't get into their hospital bay so Mm -hmm. screwed up so I'm hoping at least the civil courts are going to give him his comeuppance because yeah. he sure hasn't had it in the in the uh, criminal courts yet. But, yeah. you know, Idaho. Do more. Do better. Do better. Yeah, for sure. All right, Katie, I am going to kick the mic back to you for our main case. All right. Well, of course, we are talking about Jennifer Hall. So Jennifer Hall was a respiratory therapist and went to work at a medical center in Missouri. Uh, She was quite young, really fresh out of school. And during the six months that Jennifer worked at this facility, this has been 20 years ago, uh, the number of code blues skyrocketed. This particular facility said that typically, no, typically they had somewhere around uh, one code blue every six months. In the time that Jennifer was there, they had 18 code blues. Oh, not good. And nine of those patients died. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. So it finally ended with the death of a very elderly lady by the last name of Franco. And her family has pushed and pushed for answers. Her name was Fern Franco. She died in 02. But her family has been really haunted by the lack of answers, accountability, what happened to her. And they have really really pushed uh, the hospital and the police department to do something. And in fact, some of the families actually tried to pull a civil suit against Jennifer, uh, even though there hasn't been any criminal charges because they feel like this was her fault. But uh, it hasn't really worked out. 
So at any rate, they finally agreed earlier this year to go ahead and exhume Fern and mm. do a, a new autopsy. And what they discovered in Fern's autopsy is that Fern died from two paralytics that she was not prescribed. Oh, man. So she was giving them paralytics? Oh. In the case of Fern's death, uh, other staff that were interviewed said it was weird because Respiratory therapists don't usually like go on rounds with us to uh, check on patients, but she happened to walk into the room with us with Fern uh, to find her in, you know, full cardiac arrest. And uh, they said at the time it was weird and her behavior was weird. And she was put on administrative leave at that point and then never came back. Mm. So... Here we are 20 years later now, and they finally put a warrant out for her arrest. Wow. But this That's is amazing that mm-hmm. finally they are going to charge her. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the warrant for her arrest was issued somewhere around the 10th or 11th of May. And they did seek for her for a couple of days. Her attorney has done... A whole lot of uh, pearl clutching, you know, and there's absolutely no evidence. And also he claims that Jennifer is going through leukemia right now and that she's going to turn herself in, but she's, she's not hiding. She's just very unwell. Well, on Thursday night, the police uh, worked together to locate the person who did not turn themselves in. And went ahead and arrested her. So she is now in custody. Wow. Yeah. So that happened on the 12th on Thursday. Wow. Good on Fern's family for persevering. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she'll have to be extradited to the county where she's being charged. But at any rate, uh, I think it's very, I, I think it's very interesting because they her attorney said she was going to turn herself in only she never turned herself in. Right. You know, one is the leukemia thing even true. Very good question. Yeah. My other question though was, has she been working as a respiratory therapist somewhere else? I don't believe so. I feel like she hasn't worked as a respiratory therapist since, but I don't know that for certain. Uh, we're going to have to learn that. I, th- I think she hasn't from what I'm reading. I read several different articles, but we'll find out. What about um, prior to, this incident was she at any other facilities like i mean we we need to start checking to learn yeah there is Mm -hmm. so as we know in 2010 five of the families of those nine patients did file a wrongful death suit against the hospital and they lost and then in 2019 well in 2019 they lost actually so it Wove around the courts for nine years. And the reason is because uh, the Missouri Supreme Court said that they filed too late beyond the three-year statute of limitations. So she has been in court for this already because of that suit. Mm -hmm. And basically she'd been accused of delivering fatal injections of paralytics. And she says that uh, 
At the time, she said, my name is just thrown out there and it's for horrifying reasons. I want my name to be cleared, yes. At the same time, I don't want my character destroyed. And yet, the police are seriously uh, questioning whether or not she is a serial killer. Right. Hello, an angel of death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going into a medical field mm-hmm. so that you can kill people? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, psychopaths, but yes. it's terrifying to think. Mm-hmm. That the respiratory therapist that's treating you while you're in the hospital with pneumonia might be there because they want to kill you. God. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty interesting. So there was a t- statistical analysis uh, performed by John P. Rice. He's a professor of mathematics at the Washington University School of Medicine. Mm-hmm. To determine the likelihood, the likelihood was minuscule of having so many code blues during Hall's employment. He called it a pattern that would happen less than one in a million times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Wow. Yeah. That so many of her patients would right. go down like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it always comes down to that. When it, the nurses in hospitals or nursing homes, it's always the same thing. Like mm-hmm. their stats go way through the roof. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, we covered a nurse, uh, I don't know, it's probably been six months ago or so, mm-hmm. uh, that had, was doing stuff like this to her patients so that she could resuscitate them and be a hero. Right. There have been several like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was showing off for other doctors or, or mm-hmm. for doctors in the hospital. So, you know, and I'm not saying that's what Jennifer Hall did, but it is interesting, you know, that to wonder why. Why? Right. And of course, she's only been charged at this point. Um, and as of, you know, when I first started studying this case, she was still a wanted woman. And now she's mm-hmm. uh, been brought in. So she's not wanted anymore. She is in custody. Now I think we'll get to learn a little bit more because all we know, of course, is what was on the arrest affidavit. Now more custody right. or, or more uh, proof is going to start kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to tell you a little bit more about the victims uh, or the uh Medication that uh, Fern Franco was injected with. Mm. Uh, this is what the uh, Brian Schmidt, he's a police officer for the Chillicothe, uh, mm. uh, Chillicothe police officer. I don't know where that is. I, well, it's in Missouri. I know it's in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he said it's the Livingston County Sheriff's Office. Mm. So he said Hall's victim was a six sick, defenseless elderly woman who was depending on Hall to care for her physical ailment within a medical facility. The substance Hall used to brutally take Fern Franco's life paralyzes the victim's muscles, including the diaphragm, causing the victim to suffer a ghastly death from suffocation while still maintaining full consciousness. Wow. 
just paralyzed and can't breathe. That mm-hmm. is so, can you imagine dying like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So of course they're now, uh, you know, going to be forced to take a harder look at some of the other people that died. And obviously there's five families who, uh, you know, have been pushing for answers now for the last 12 years. And then of course the Fern Frankel's family has been fighting for 20 years. Why the hell has it taken this long? Good question. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. And so we know she's in custody. We know that uh, we have first degree murder charges against her. And we know that her lawyer claims that she is battling leukemia. So it's going to be an interesting ride with Jennifer Hall. Mm-hmm. Interesting as well that they had several witnesses lined up uh, to testify against her who withdrew and said that they withdrew because Jennifer was very good at finding people on the internet and pretending to be someone else and messing up their lives. Oh, mm-hmm. good to know. She's apparently, you know, intimidating at, uh, witnesses. she's a good internet sleuth slash maybe, I don't know, ghost or hacker something. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, I almost hesitated to do this case until she got arrested. And then I went, okay, here we go. It's <laughs> right. go time. Because, <laughs> um, you know, we also have to think of our own safety. And occasionally uh, we've mm-hmm. been a That's little concerned. Some- Sometimes cases like this go on our Patreon because it's a little mm-hmm. safer. <laughs> We've done several on Patreon lately that we didn't feel safe to do uh, publicly. Yeah. Yeah. But at any rate, she's in custody now, so I'm not worried. But I just think this is a really interesting case. I That's all I have on it right now. But I feel like we're going to learn a lot more. So I really wanted to open an investigation because, Christy, excellent questions. Where did she work before this? Yeah. Did she work after this? Yeah. How many people could she actually be responsible for? Right. What is her actual body count? Because, mm-hmm. my God, nine died in that hospital during that time. Yeah. Of those and 18, 18 coded. The coded. 50%. Yeah. That is way scary. Yep, it is. It's also just so scary to think that somebody who, like in Fern's case, she had pneumonia. And the respiratory therapist that should have been giving her life-saving treatments and medication. Right. Yeah. That's so scary. Mm -hmm. Because you think about, you know, I mean, you're just at the mercy of people like that in a hospital, Mm -hmm. you you know, with the assumption that they are there to help you. Yeah. Yeah. So we will keep digging for answers and see if we can answer our own questions and yours, if you have any, Mm -hmm. and we'll keep a finger on this. And until then, Christy, I'm going to turn the mic over to you for some WTF news. Yeah. Question. Hmm. Do you think that serial killers should be allowed to marry while in prison? Hmm. That is the question that is being dealt with in the UK right now about Levi Belfield. Really? I'm going to say no, I don't. I don't. I don't either. I think you forfeited that right when you decided to kill a lot of people. Yeah. Call me crazy, but. I know it really does. You know, first of all, the first place I go with this is. Come on, Donna, or 
Janice or whatever the hell your name is. Why are you marrying <laughs> Levi Belfield, who killed three young women, two young women and a little girl, and tried to kill a third young woman? Like, oh, my God. And he's in prison for life. He's serving two whole life sentences in the UK. So the UK does not have death penalty. And a whole life sentence means life without parole. You're never getting out, right? Sure. Uh, apparently, Boris Johnson, who is the prime minister of the UK, mm -hmm. is sickened and appalled by this request. Wow. So he has made this request. And... um. You know, everybody's like, well, Boris Johnson's office put out a statement like the rest of the country. The prime minister is sickened and appalled by this. And his thoughts are with the families and loved ones. Mm -hmm. You know, questions yeah. around uh, they murdered. He murdered our daughters. They don't get to get married. Why should he? Why should he? Good question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so. A statement by uh, the the um, prison system. I think everyone, including mm -hmm. the prime minister, is disgusted by some of the reporting we've seen today. I can't, as it stands, be definitive on that particular position, but certainly the sorts of abuses that we have seen of the Human Rights Act are exactly what our Bill of Rights was designed to address. So, mm -hmm. you know, there are these questions around what are his legal rights wow. versus... What's a decent? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they're doing a review of his request. Sure. He got down on one knee and proposed to this woman on a visit. When oh, she for was God's sake. Gross. Yeah. I know. It, right? It just seems to turn everybody's stomach. But also, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Marrying a serial killer, for God's sake. Right. I mean, can we just save you from yourself, maybe? <laughs> so. Seems like she needs it. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and the families are just like, our, our young women never got their wedding days. Why does this creep get his, you know? Mm -hmm. So it has, his application is still being processed. It hasn't been, decision has not been made. It's pretty clear that nobody wants to let this guy get married. Mm -hmm. But UK law may say that he has the right. US law allows for this. Yeah. We've seen it. We've seen these dumb Donnas do it. No offense mm -hmm. to Donnas. Uh, we've seen it, you know. But it is a real, mm -hmm. it is a really disturbing thought and question. Like, mm -hmm. where do we draw the line? With somebody mm -hmm. who has killed multiple people and is in prison for life. Mm -hmm. Where do we draw the line? Interesting. So, I mean, on one hand, you go, well, I mean, he's in prison for life. She's an idiot, but there's really nothing, no harm, no foul. But when families step up and feel harmed, then, yeah, there is a harm. There is a harm. Not to mention the fact that, you know, we've seen historically that sometimes crazy people marry crazy people. And then they have... You know, the uh, serial killer then has someone acting on the outside on his behalf. You know, you just yeah. don't know. Like, what could possibly be the motivation of this woman to want to marry this fool? And are there nefarious purposes behind it? Because it could, that right. could happen. It has happened. Mm -hmm. So 
it's it's a question I, I wanted mean, to pose to everybody. I think it's worth a worth sure. a comment on this video. Tell us what you think I mean, about this. You don't have to look question. any further than Casey and Donna, uh, or Donna, <laughs> Casey and Vicky White. You know, right. right? Yeah, same kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. getting talked into tremendously bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because if they've already, you know been talked into the tremendously bad decision of just being engaged to this idiot. And mm -hmm. it's someone who's been visiting him while he's in prison. Also, why? What are you yeah. doing that for? You know, like, anyway. Oh, do you remember the, uh, I can't remember which killer he was. He was in California. He's the one that, uh, no, he was really bad. He operated in California for the Night Stalker. Mm -hmm. Was he the Night Stalker? Yeah. And he had women absolutely lining up for him. Oh, yeah. They all thought he was handsome as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creepy as hell. He but the first wife, to, you know, prison wife, divorced him when she learned that he really did rape and murder a little girl that he was charged with. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Why do you think he's in here? Yeah. Why Why do you think he's in here? I mean, and that's what you wonder about, like, this woman. But that was her limit. By Belfield. Yeah, yeah, when she finds out, oh, he really is a murderer? Oh, you mean he's in prison for real? All the adults that he'd murdered, she was apparently chill with that. But when she found out that he'd raped and murdered a little girl, that turned the tides. That was the limit. Yeah. like I don't get these women. I do not get them. I don't either. Not at all. But it is a question we have to ask ourselves because... Mm -hmm. You know, when you afford your citizens' rights, mm -hmm. do we really have the right to withhold that, too? So, the UK is grappling with it right now, and they are not happy about it. So, I thought it was interesting. to see the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll report back when, when they make their decision. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Well, again, it is Tuesday. So, come back tonight for the cold read party at 7. Mm -hmm. If you uh, have a membership here on YouTube, if you don't come get one, it's five bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Great way to come and get a little extra content with us and bring us a cold case and we will yeah. read it. It's a lot yeah. of fun. It is. And we'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday with another whole episode. We'll be back Wednesday night for case updates and Thursday night for the psychic hour. So there's still lots of good programming to come. Mm -hmm. This has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.